Well, hey there, and welcome back. You're listening to another episode of the Lifestyle Entrepreneur Podcast, and I'm your host, Michelle Reese. Are you tired of seeing the usual just listed, just sold, look at me, I'm the greatest realtor social posts? Maybe you're the one posting and are tired of it also. Well, here's the thing. There is a better way. I mean, it's no secret that in our industry, we're typically slow to adapt to things, right? And online marketing really is no exception to that. But what I will give credit to is the hundreds and thousands of realtors out there who are trying. I know how intimidating it can be to jump into a new program or use a new tool, especially when we really take a look at how rapidly our industry changes. It can be downright scary. And for you to get up every morning and put your best foot forward and try, well, I just want to say kudos to you. Now, here's the thing. I know why many of you resort to the just listed, just sold posts. And typically speaking, it's because you really don't know any other way. You haven't been shown how to powerfully market online so that instead of posting the, what used to work in the traditional tactics, you're not sure how to now translate that into what works in today's marketplace. And the truth is those traditional tactics in the online space are not working, at least not effectively. And so you know that, and I know that, and this is what I want to change for you today. So today we're going to talk about how to master online marketing and create content that is not only powerful at being able to help you attract those prospective clients, but meaningful. And that to me is really the key. Every day, every minute, actually, we're bombarded with information and ads and new ideas. Whether you're driving in your car, scrolling through your phone, which we do often, watching the big brother of ads that follow you around on the web, there's a million things that are trying to capture our attention. So how do you cut through the noise? How do you grab the attention of of people that you want uh, to work with when you're competing in this really loud space? And what I want to talk about today is introducing you to, if you don't already or have not already heard, the concept of an ideal client. And in order for us to really begin to understand how to do this, how to create content that is powerful and meaningful, we have to first understand who we're talking to. All of our businesses are different. I mean, despite the fact that they look very similar on the outside, I mean, you might think you're competing in the same space with a million other agents, but the truth is when you really zero in on what you do, who you serve, you're not really in competition and your businesses are actually quite different. We've been trained to really think macro when it comes to marketing, um, especially those of you who might have been in the business for, for over 10 plus years. And I'll bet that at some point in your career, someone probably suggested to you to pick a target market, let's say first time home buyers. And so you do that, right? You pick your target market and then you get really busy working on creating marketing pieces that, you know, are specific just for that first time home buyer market. And It might work sometimes, but it's not the most effective way to do it because what we need to start doing is understanding that 
casting the large net is not working as well as it used to. And so we have to really start retraining the way we look at marketing and really think on a micro level. And that's what we're going to do today. We're going to be talking about how you can identify who you are speaking to by creating what's called an ideal client profile. And once you have this profile, you now have all of that intel that you need to create the most powerful and meaningful content, not to you, but to them. So let me give you an example of this, because I think sometimes when we talk abstractly, it might be hard to follow, especially if you're multitasking, which I think most of you are. So let's go with the first time home buyer example. At first glance, it's pretty easy to see how maybe they might be all the same, right? They're people likely within a certain age group that haven't yet bought a home. But within that group, we have people who are renters, We have young families who might be living with their parents still. We have a single family or a single person um, who might be looking to build wealth. We have a group of friends maybe who want to pool their resources and find a home to live in for university. Each of these subgroups has their own unique needs, wants, and fears. And so while they might fall under this big umbrella of first-time home buyers, When you speak to them, what's going to matter to them is going to be very distinctly different. And it's these needs and wants and desires and fears. It's all of these things that we're after. This is the things, these are the things that we want to be able to identify. And the only way to do that is to understand then who are these people? Who is our ideal client? Now, if we take a look at what influences human behavior, Really on a surface level, we, we come to understand that it's fears and motivators, right? So we do things to avoid the things that we fear and we move towards things that motivate us. So being able to focus on what these things are for your ideal client is really what's going to be able to give you the insight you need to create content that's going to grab their attention. And if you remember at the beginning, when we first started this conversation, that's really the biggest struggle. You, there's no shortage of realtors. There never has been, but yet the perception of competition is that much greater because we now have these amazing tools called social media. And so it just appears as though there is more. Um, We've certainly grown. The industry has grown, but there's just more and more people out there posting the same thing. So how do you, how do you stand out? How do you grab people's attention? So let's say I am someone who is 30 years old, because we'll just pretend that I'm 30 years old and I'm newlywed. And let's just say I'm living with my parents in my parents' basement, right? So maybe we haven't had uh, the opportunity to buy or we're not ready financially, whatever the decision might be. Now let's say that me and my husband are both working and we commute into the city every day via the train. By the time we get home, we're exhausted from that long drive and we will probably just end up resorting to an evening on the couch. Now imagine we're on the couch and we're tired and it's just the two of us. So maybe we're cooking dinner. Maybe we're not, maybe we're ordering in and we just kind of want to be in our own space. And then All of a sudden we start hearing the footsteps upstairs of my parents and maybe they're talking loud, especially if you come from a European household, right? So they're talking loud and now imagine that you are me. You are that 30 year old newlywed couple living in their parents' basement and all you really want is your own place. You want a place that's close to where you work, that you can come home to, not have to see or hear anybody. Now let's just say we're on the couch and 
I'm scrolling on my phone and I'm scrolling through Instagram. And as I'm scrolling, I passed Susan, the realtor who just posted a sold sign on a beautiful suburban home. And then Joe, the realtor who posted a photo of himself with maybe holding his award. And as I'm scrolling, I keep on moving because none of this is really capturing my attention. But then I stop and I stop at a photo that has caught in my attention. And that photo was of a young couple sitting in their bright condo apartment, overlooking the city and maybe enjoying a cup of coffee or, or a glass of wine together. And then I sigh because I mean, well, wouldn't I wish that was me? And as I start reading the captions of this post, I start to get excited because Realtor Jen has now just shared with me a success story of how she worked with this young couple to help them find their first place and how she helped them with a savings plan and got them started on saving enough money for a down payment. And I mean, you get the idea, right? And so if I continue to paint this story, you start realizing that this pretend Realtor Jen has shared content that mattered to me based on where I was in that moment, my frustrations, my desires, my dreams. And I stopped scrolling because that one, one single piece of content was speaking specifically to me. It spoke to my frustrations. It spoke to everything that I was experiencing in that moment. Now that is what your online content needs to be like. It has to be so specific that the person reading it feels like you're speaking to them, like you're sitting right there on the couch between them and reading their minds. And how you do that then is really by understanding who are these people? Who is the 30 year old Michelle and her husband? What is it that they like to do? What are they dreaming about? What are they frustrated by? What's stopping them? And this is where the process of identifying an ideal client profile comes in. When you create an ideal client profile, you're really looking at creating a story or a description of one person, not a group, one person who not only needs your services, but who's aligned with how you work, who you want to serve and who you think would see value in what you have to offer. You have to describe this one person as if you know them, like they're your best friend. And more than that, you really have to know then if they're going to be your best friend the things that you would know about your best friend. You would need to know their demographics, yes, but you'd also need to know their psychographics, meaning you have to know their age and their gender and, and you know, all of that stuff, but you're also going to need to know what are their interests? What are their hobbies? What's their job profile like? Um, do they have a car? What car might they drive? What are the books that they read? Do they read books or do they do audio? Um, what social media accounts might they be following? Are they even on social media? What's their favorite food? Um, what is the future dream that they have? What's their biggest worry? So you can start to see all of the little bits of information that you need to start capturing in order to be able to create what's known as an ideal client profile. And you need to capture all of it. And that's what we're going to give you today is being able to go through a process of what's involved in creating this profile so that you can start understanding and listening and capturing this information. 
Now, one way to begin is for you to conduct interviews. Actually, that's probably the first sort of step that I would say take, because if you've been in the business for a while, you have a database of people that you've worked with. And my guess is if you take a look at that database of people, you have people that you would just love to replicate. Like if you could just work with this client all the time, you'd be the happiest camper and vice versa. So what I'd like you to do is start with those people, go through your database, start looking at who those cheerleaders are, who those favorite clients of yours are and interview them. Give them a call up. Don't worry if it's been a few years, give them a call. It's a good excuse to reach out, but give them a call and ask them some questions. Um, ask what they liked about you, ask what worked well, ask them what was important to them when they first were deciding to move, start to get some insights into the people that you already know have seen tremendous value in working with you. And so that's the first step is to capture our value based on our past clients. The next step in the process of really identifying who we're talking to that ideal client profile is to start creating a storyboard. And how you do that is simply using your imagination. So this is a, a, a creative process. And, and those of you who are very practical and analytical and data-driven might not like this process, but I can assure you, if you can just stick with it, it will pay off. What we want you to do is to really start looking at who you would like to work with. What is, you know, what is it that you're after? What is the character profile? I mean, it's almost as if you're writing a, a character in a book or a movie. And so you want this profile to be complete with a name, likes, dislikes, job, interests, fears. And how you do that is just to simply start writing. Now, don't filter it. That's going to be my first piece of advice for you. When you're sitting down to write the story of who your ideal client, that perfect client would be for you based on what you know about your personality style, how you like to service people, the type of work you like to do, where your strengths are, the people that you normally gel with. So when you start to put pen to paper or you start using your, your computer and, and, and start typing uh, the storyline, what I'd like you to do is not filter it. You're going to have plenty of time. You're going to do this process over and over again and refine it. So I don't want you to start filtering it right off the bat. So just start by writing. That's, that's the biggest piece of advice I can give you. I mean, there's no better way to do it than just by starting and just see what comes out. It's not going to happen once. It'll be something that you continually refine. Um, so just start by writing out who is your ideal client, name them. How old are they? What kind of clothes do they like to wear? Um, are they thrifty? Do they like designer stuff? Um, what's their personality like? Are they very sociable? Are they more introverted? Do they like reading? Do they like listening to audiobooks? Where do they go on the weekends? Where do they go grocery shopping? Do they have kids? How old are the kids? Do they like pets? What kind of pets? So really start creating the storyline of this ideal client. So let me give you an example, just to give you a bit of a picture to work from. And this, this was a profile, um, that was created with an, one of the agents that I had worked with. Now, her ideal client, client's name was Laura. So Laura was 38 years old. This was now crafted by, by the agent. Laura was 38 years old. She was married to her husband, John, and they had two kids named Julia, who was six, and Michael, who was aged three. And this family, um, Laura, lived in a small three-bedroom subdivision home with a you know small quaint backyard in a single-car garage. Both kids were in daycare and nursery school 
um, Laura was a teacher and John worked for a bank downtown and Laura would, you know, love to have a home with a pool so that she could entertain the kids in the summertime when she's off. And, you know, when we start learning more about Laura, Laura is social and she has a group of friends who has kids around the same age. So they like to do things together. Sometimes the moms will go off and do things without the kids like yoga or a monthly wine and paint night. Fitness and health is really important to Laura, and she currently works out in her living room. I mean, she would love to have more space in her home, a big backyard for a pool, maybe a spare room, um, for, you know, to use as maybe something multi-purpose. Maybe she could use it as an exercise room. She loves cooking um, when she has time, because you can imagine with a busy schedule of a young family, um, things are 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 you know, constantly on the go. And so maybe she's resorting to pre-made meals from the local grocery store or quick dinners that are just going to help get the kids out of the door quickly. She loves Starbucks. Um, when she's on social media, she loves following the latest celebrities, probably the, the, you know, whoever's the bachelor, uh, of the year. Um, she likes yoga accounts, is into some inspirational things, and you'll probably find her on a few mom groups, uh, where they sort of share tips, um, you know, sales, maybe activities going on for the kids, um, maybe funny memes or memes. I think I always say that wrong. My kids are probably going to roll their eyes at me, but funny content about motherhood. Um, so do you know, Laura, is it sounding like maybe Laura, somebody might, you might know already. That's actually what we're after. So you want to feel like as if you really know, and you've got a good picture of who this ideal client is so that you can start now anticipating and envisioning what her days look like. I mean, how hectic are her mornings? Does she get up and relax and have a coffee? Probably not. What do dinner hours look like? Are they chaotic? Are they enjoying a nice glass of wine? Or is she just trying to get things going for, you know, whatever she can find in the fridge? Is she super organized or is she somebody that flies by the seat of her pants? We want to know her so well so that we can start speaking to her. And that's really the goal. Your social content your online content should be almost like you're having a conversation with her. I would like to take this process one step further and ask you once you go through that to find yourself a Laura. Find yourself someone who is and fits that ideal client profile. Maybe it's a friend. Maybe it's um, an aunt or uncle or a cousin. Maybe it's somebody at work. It doesn't have to be truly somebody that's going to or that is ready to buy and sell with you. What you want is to find somebody who fits this profile. And maybe that's where you start. Maybe your idea of this client comes from somebody you already know which is perfect. But if it doesn't see if you can find somebody who is most in that scenario that Laura is in, or your ideal client is in, because what we want you to do next is call them and interview them. And when you're interviewing them very much like you did with your past client, you're asking them questions about things that, you know, what do you love about your home? Do you have somebody, so if, if Laura was your ideal client, do you have somebody in your life, in your network, in your sphere that is living in a smaller home that could use to, you know, an upgrade in the next few years? Find out what they love about their home as it is right now. What things do they hate about their home? Ask them where they see themselves in five years, maybe 10 years. What would their dream life look like? 
Um, you know, being able to really interview your clients and your ideal client is going to be extremely powerful. You don't need to guess at this stuff. There are people out there that are willing to talk with you and share insights that you might not know. So if you have the opportunity to ask versus guess, then that's going to be my encouragement to you. So let's say we went through this process. So we've contacted our past clients. We've crafted a story about our ideal client. We've now find somebody that kind of matches that. And we're now reaching out and we've done a bit of an interview process. And now we're really feeling comfortable that we know who our ideal client is. So let's just kind of keep Laura in mind. So we know Laura, we have a good picture of who Laura is. In fact, if we close our eyes, we could probably visualize Laura. What you want to start doing now is um, looking at what kind of content you would create that would speak to Laura. What would matter to her? Now, knowing what we know about her based on the profile we've set up, I might post some funny jokes about moms on my profile, or maybe an article on healthy meals or recipes on the run. Um, maybe I might post a bit of inspirational stuff. Um, maybe I would, you know, intentionally speak to Laura's current frustration. So if we know Laura's into fitness and we're imagining that it's a small home, um, maybe they are limited on budget. So maybe she doesn't really belong to a gym and she works out in her, her family room. Right. And so we can picture then if this is Laura, what would that look like for her? Um, if fitness is important, what would she aspire to be like? What would be her frustrations? And so maybe I could find a photo of a mom who's working out in her living room with toys all around her and a baby maybe hanging off of her. Um, and maybe in the caption, we say something like, don't you wish you had your own space? What do you think Laura would do if she saw that? Would she stop scrolling? Probably. What if I followed up with that, you know, caption of don't you wish you had your own space. And I followed it up with maybe a new listing, um, that was coming out into the market that actually had a fourth bedroom and talked about how it could be used as an exercise room or a playroom or an office. What if I talked about how I helped families who were really busting at the seams to find that perfect home? Those are the little insights and the, the, the captions and the content that are really going to speak directly to the lores of the world. They're in it. They're living it. They're feeling it. They're already in the midst of their frustration and thinking about their dreams and goals. And so you providing content that is specific to that is really going to get, grab her attention. And the only way to do that though, is to understand who Laura is. And that's why you have to go through the process of building out this ideal client profile. Now I've already demonstrated, um, you know, already in that post, some value without having to resort to a just listed or a just sold because I already now have her attention. I've shown her a photo that resonates with her. I've put a caption in there that maybe grabs her attention because that's exactly where she's at. But here's the thing. Maybe Laura is not ready just yet. Maybe Laura still needs to talk to her husband and maybe that post is what's going to prompt her to do that. So here's where the second key, the golden rule comes in when we look at online marketing, it's consistency. So you may have grabbed the attention of Laura, but now you need to follow that up. You have to be consistent with your marketing. You have to be intentional with what you're, what you're providing, what you're posting, what you're sharing. And, um, unless you're posting consistently, 
you're not really giving her a reason to come back. So that's really why consistency is so important. There's a lot behind the scenes that really speaks to the value of consistency, the way the algorithms work for Facebook and Instagram, um, and how they favor posts or accounts that post on a regular basis. But even if you're not there yet, maybe you're just starting out in social media, because I know there's many of you listening that are, I don't want you to get so overwhelmed with what the ideal has to look like. There is a perfect, um, formula for how many times to post and all of that. But I'd like to bridge you into that because if you're always looking at losing the 50 pounds and it doesn't happen overnight, then you're going to give up and that's not what we want. So taking it in small chunks, working it step by step is really going to help you to stay committed to this. And I really, really want you to stay committed to this because it really, it's, it's not something that we, or you can let go of. It has to be a part of your business. So that's the, the sort of the last step, I guess, is the consistency piece. And that's the piece that we work up to. Once you have that ideal client profile, um, and you've interviewed and you've now started giving thought into what kind of content creation, you know, would happen. The next step then really is just to start. And there's no better way to do it than just putting pen to paper and start creating content that speaks directly to Laura, not salesy content, not the look at me, be interested in me kind of content, meaningful content, relatable content, content that Laura wants to see and read every day, things that are going to, you know, cause her to stop scrolling. So it's important for you to get to know Laura and help her to see herself in your posts and help her to feel like you're someone who gets her, who understands. And so if we kind of just summarize then what the steps are, it's really about you creating that ideal client profile, then moving on to content creation, then being consistent and intentional with posting them. Now that's the la- that's sort of the latter end. So right now we just want you to focus on that profile piece. So This just really skims the surface guys of online marketing and who you're talking to and how to be more, more effective with, with content creation. But in my opinion, this first step is probably the most important because without understanding who you're talking to, when you aim to speak to everybody, you're, you end up speaking to no one and that's not going to get you further ahead in your business. It's not going to get you closer to the goals that you're after. And it's not going to help you to build an online brand that is, is informative, that is meaningful, and that is going to grab the attention of the people that you need to, to work with. Um, people want stories. They want to be impacted. I mean, storytelling is something that we've never had to worry about in our lifetime of being realtors. This was just never part of our job profile, but it is what content creation is all about. And it's about telling the story behind that sold, not just posting that just sold. It's about telling the story behind, you know, the home that you're listing, um, or the, the client that you just helped to, you know, you know, build enough equity for a down payment, whatever it is, it's all about the story, making, uh, you know, your posts relevant and, uh, impactful, um, making yourself relatable because we all know people want to do business with people that they like, know, and trust. So knowing all of that, now all that's left for you to do is to get started. And so 
I'm certain that many of you are driving or walking on a treadmill or doing something else while you're listening to this. And so here's what I've done to make this just a little bit easier for you. I'm going to leave a link in my show notes to a downloadable guide that's going to help you start creating the story of your ideal client. You can access that by heading on over to www.michellereci.com forward slash episode 28. It's a three page worksheet. It's going to take you through some prompts. It's going to help you to start getting those creative juices flowing and really help you working on that creative process of storyboarding your ideal client profile. And when you're done, I want you to head on over to my Facebook groups. This topic of conversation, this content creation, um, social media has already been a huge topic of discussion in our Queen Bees of Real Estate Facebook group, which is for the ladies of real estate. And I'm really looking forward to being able to hearing some of your comments and questions. So I'd like to invite you to check out the podcast group that we have going on in Facebook. And you can find that by going to facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash LE podcast, or you can just search LE as in lifestyle entrepreneur podcast. So LE podcast. And again, I'm going to leave the link to join in my show notes as well. So if it's easier for you just to go to one place, you can head on over to michellereci.com forward slash episode 28. So what did you think? What clicked for you today? What new insights did you have? Um, I'd love for you to share with our fellow listeners what has worked for you, what light bulb moments you you had listening to today's podcast. And I'd like to ask you if you would head on over to iTunes and leave me a review. It is a shameless ask, yes, uh, but one that I don't want you to think is vanity driven. It really has a lot to do with the way the algorithms work for podcasts. So very much like how Facebook and Instagram have preferences for certain accounts. iTunes really likes reviews. And so the more reviews I get on the podcast, the more, you know, the algorithms will now put this podcast in front of other people. And that's what I would love. I would love to get this podcast in front of more um, eyes and ears. So you taking the time to head on over and leave me a review um, would be extremely, I'd be extremely grateful. So thank you again for, for that in advance. And yeah, that's all I have for today on this topic. I think this is probably going to be a part one of what is going to be a few episodes talking about how to really be um, successful in content creation, online marketing, and how to really start getting your brand going online. Um, So definitely stay tuned for next week's episode. I will see you here same time, same place next week. Bye for now.